and Bubba. They're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. It is six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the entire team uh, there uh, in, uh, in, in the old plaza. I'm still broadcasting from home studio, uh, still waiting on the COVID test that we may get today or tomorrow uh, with our son who is here. So we don't know whether we've been exposed to it or not. So we're following the protocol. Welcome back for another hour. Look at there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how are you? Rick, glad to be here. And we are glad to welcome in James Spann. Yeah. Let's go with it. He's a man with a main weather plan. He's a mighty James Spann. He's a mighty good weather man. Well, James, Sally is uh, is pounding uh, a lot of folks, uh, mainly with flooding conditions. And, of course, obviously, I mean, anytime the winds are over 100 miles an hour, uh, uh, as far as hurricanes are concerned, that that's not, I mean, still a, a category two. Uh, but still, uh, it can do damage. But it seems to be with Sally, and you mentioned this on yesterday's program, she just slowed down to a crawl, and, and that's really, really causing problems. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a big news. And let's just say that Sally officially made landfall this morning at 4.45 a.m. at Gulf Shores, Alabama. So that's the time and the point of landfall. And uh, this thing's been moving at less than five miles per hour for about the past 24 hours. And it's just creeping along. It has been hellacious for our friends on the Alabama Gulf Coast and the Florida Gulf Coast. They've gone through 36 to 48 hours of nonstop wind and rain. And last night was just absolutely brutal. And we really won't know until the first light of day exactly how bad the damage is in terms of the flooding and the wind. But trees have been blown down in many, many, many places. Uh, tree damage is going to be extensive. We've we've seen some video this morning of trees blown into homes. The good thing I can say is that we've heard of nobody injured so far. But again, it's very early in the game here. Uh, winds within the last 30 minutes have gusted to 92 miles per hour at the Pensacola Naval Air Station. And we've seen a similar wind gusts probably close to 100 on the uh, Gulf Coast of uh, Alabama as well. Uh, Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, Fort Morgan, specifically the Baldwin County side. And now that the sun is up, we're starting to see some of the images. For those that are watching, I'm showing some video that's just in from uh, Fairhope. But the flooding is going to be a big story. Understand some locations down there have had two feet. That's not two inches. That's two feet of rain with this thing because of the slow motion and and understand they deal with tropical systems a lot down here and they've had these before we had hurricane danny in 1997 that brought three feet of rain but anytime you get two feet of rain you're going to see some big time flooding so uh, again uh, the, the, on the positive side the system should begin to pick up its forward speed uh, over the next uh, 12 hours as it begins to get into those stronger winds aloft. So weather will improve on the Gulf Coast slowly during the day today as the main rain shield moves away and the focus kind of shifts to the inland areas. The latest track from the Hurricane Center has the system weakening to a tropical storm by late this afternoon or tonight over South Alabama. Uh, And then the remnant circulation moves through central Georgia and central South Carolina tomorrow and Friday, 
picking up speed. And remember, as you look at all these tracking maps, that dot is not that important. Just keep in mind the big rains are south and east of the center of the circulation. Uh, the heaviest rain for today, it's going to be over parts of South Alabama and central Georgia. Uh, we've got a flash flood watch for all of these areas, uh, places like Atlanta, Montgomery, Macon. Uh, they could easily see five, six inches of rain over the next 24 hours. And let me just say, fellas, it's going to be a really sharp cutoff line on the northern flank of all of this. Birmingham is right on that line. Uh, so if you're in Birmingham, the northern suburbs might get nothing. The southern suburbs could get a good soaking. Uh, but again, that heavy rain will move into Georgia and the Carolinas by tomorrow. And one more note on the uh, current situation, we have the possibility of a few brief isolated tornadoes today over the southeastern corner of Alabama and parts of South Georgia and the Florida Panhandle. The higher probabilities would be centered over southeast Alabama, southwest Georgia, then down to the Gulf Coast, places like Destin, Panama City Beach, Port St. Joe, Cape Sandblast. So if you're in those areas, just be aware there could be a few isolated tornadoes. And dealing with tornadoes in a tropical system is tough. They're typically short-lived. They might last for five minutes and they're gone. And by the time a warning goes out, they're off the board. So just be aware that some of these tornadoes could touch down without warning. And of course, flash flood warnings in effect all up and down the Gulf Coast. In fact, fellas, the Weather Service declaring these warnings as flash flood emergencies due to the serious nature of the flooding down there. But again, the good news for the Gulf Coast, the weather gradually improves this afternoon and tonight. And by the time we get to Friday and the weekend, we're in good shape. And there are no signs of any tropical trouble for the Gulf of Mexico for the next 10 days. I know a lot of people are watching these maps with all of these systems in the eastern Atlantic, like Paulette and Teddy and Vicky, but those will be recurving storms, not affecting the United States. So after Sally gets out of here, things look quiet for the next one to two weeks for the United States and the Gulf of Mexico, which is good. Yeah, James, you were talking about tornadoes. I, I was, you know, had all the different um, on the the weather app that you, you know, told me to get. I only use the one that Span says. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I was supposed to be in Panama City tonight, obviously because of things changing. They've canceled that, uh, and we've rescheduled it for October the seventh. But because I was going into that area, I always pull up, you know, wherever I'm going to be. So as I was sleeping last night, I was um, I was awakened by tornado warnings popping off down into Panama City and areas like that. And um, so do you think some of the stuff they had, did any of that ever turn out to be anything? Was it some of what you just described? Yeah, you know, I, I, there were some tornado warnings uh, late last night and early this morning. Not that many, but a few, including Panama City Beach uh, last night. But I have heard of no specific damage related to a tornado. Okay. So, th th there, and there might be some. As they do the damage assessment, they might find a small tornado track, but I've not heard of any specific damage from those. Uh, but again, you got to watch those spiral bands. As, as we look at the live radar, it's uh, uh, those bands wrapping up into the Florida Gulf Coast. Those things are problematic, and uh, you can have a little quick spin up in just a heartbeat. So, uh, rough day. But I had to, one more thing I wanted to mention, guys. Uh, uh, on this date, September 16th mm -hmm. in 2004, I don't know where you guys were, but at the exact same time of day, we were dealing with the landfall of Hurricane Ivan. Y'all yep. remember that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, th this was a this was a category three, an upper end category three, and it was much more destructive. This created catastrophic uh, destruction for structures on the Gulf Coast. Uh, we had condominiums just totally taken down. Mm. Uh, Sally's not going to do that. And Sally, the main issue is flooding and trees down. 
But uh, this is a reminder, we are in the very core of the hurricane season. You look back into uh, mid-September and all of these systems come into play. I remember Hurricane Frederick, yes. September 12th of 1979, that tore up the same places that are having the Im- impact down there today. So that split, this is that, the that, peak that, of the season. That one split Dolphin Island in half. Uh, I mean, you, you, because we were we were down in Pascagoula in ninety uh, in seventy nine, and it it messed our house up pretty bad. It looked like pine trees were snapped off and thrown into our uh, our roof like a dart. Uh, it's unbelievable. That's when we still lived down there. Uh, but I remember Dolphin Island was cut in half. You couldn't even get out to it. Right, and you know, with that. 1979 hurricane gulf shores used to be a little village yes uh it 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 had you know a few little beach homes and some restaurants and 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 that was about it and frederick came along and just tore all that up and that started the construction boom that we see today that really started the transformation of gulf shores from a small coastal village to a major tourist destination whether it's good or bad you can argue that all day but but that created that back in the uh, in the late seventies. So uh, you just hate that. But that's one of the things. If if you build on the Gulf Coast like this, you're going to have these from time to time. It's just life down there. So, and, and James, again, I'm glad I, you you brought that up because Ivan did what Frederick didn't finish off. A lot of the old construction, and it, as bad as it is when that stuff is destroyed, Gulf Shores today. And when we say Gulf Shores, we're talking about Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, Fort Morgan area. It is one of the it's some of the prettiest beach places that you can go to with some of the most modern construction uh, because of these hurricanes cleaning out some of this old stuff. Right. And, you know, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, and the, the face of this place will change again and again and again. Uh, so. It, it, it's just a way of life. I, and I had to show one more picture, guys, for those that happen to be watching. And for those that are listening, I'll kind of describe it. This is uh, from a uh, lady that sends us images from Mobile Bay often. Mm-hmm. And the water has been blown out of the bay at her place. You know, the, the bay is over there on that west side of the system with that offshore flow. And it's wow. always amazing to me to see how uh, the 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 hurricanes can either pull water in and push it inland, the storm surge, or push it out which is the case in, in, in Mobile Bay right here. So pretty fascinating to see and, that. And James, explain what we're looking at here and what that normally would look like. Right. Normally, you'd see, for those watching, we'd have water up to the top of the, the pilings that you see there. They'd be up to the top of those things. And and for those listening, that the water is just basically, it's basically just sand. Yeah. I mean, there's just not much there, a little water, and that's about it. And those strong winds on the west side have taken that and pushed it out. It will come back. It always comes back. But it's just always an eerie scene for our friends that live along the bay down there to see uh, scenes yeah. like this. It's Let like somebody stole the, the water, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. it just disappeared. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it's like, where'd it go? <laughs> uh, but for our friends in this in the city of Mobile down there, you know that they, they're going to have some tree damage and power outages. Uh, but they were on that better side. They did not deal with the storm surge, so that they've dealt with down trees and wind and rain. It's been a rough night, but uh, so it always could be worse for Mobile. That anytime a hurricane goes in east of Mobile, that's a good thing for them. Thanks, James. Appreciate the update, uh, and we'll continue to get updates for from you as needed. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll continue to update you, too, as we move through the show. More stuff to cover. Stay close. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. 23 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, and uh, we thank you for being with us today. We are going to try to go to phones right now. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we've got uh, Harry Murdahl's taking phone calls. You can join us. Uh, so dial us at 866-WE-BE-BIG, uh, and uh, we'll get you lined up, and we'll talk to you um, uh, and, uh, and and roll through it. Uh, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll go phone troll maybe at the bottom of the hour right now. We'll get phone calls uh, as they come in and jump to those. Now, here's some things you need to know. Uh, we did cancel the uh, event tonight in uh, Panama City for obvious reasons involving the hurricane. It's been rescheduled. Uh, same church, same location for October the 7th. We'll update all that on our social media platforms with the new date uh, and the new stuff. Now, uh, I'm getting some people who are asking, Rick, what about this Sunday night, Fiddler's Green, Jacksonville, Alabama, and church? Uh, that's on. As a matter of fact, the weather should be beautiful. Yep. The only thing that would stop that is obviously if I actually end up being sick, and if I am, uh, certainly we'll have to cancel it. But even if uh, Broderick comes back positive, uh, but I'm showing no symptoms because I've had very little interaction with him. And the way they have it set up, it's outside. Uh, you won't be anywhere near me anyway. Uh, if if I have any, uh, if, if it does turn out to be positive, we are going to have that event, barring me being sick. Uh, so just make a note of that. That is coming up this Sunday night, so nothing is changing there. Uh, you'll see the others that are coming up by going to the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. They're at rickandbubba.com. Uh, under events. And also the Wednesday Bible study, Adler and I think we have a plan uh, to be able to do that, um, not from this exact room, because I've been informed under no uh, certain uh, circumstances will I be commandeering this as my office since it is Sherry's area, but I will find another place uh, in the house to do the Wednesday Bible study if the technology works out. If it doesn't, then we won't have it today, but you should see it uh, live noon today, central time, uh, and then, of course, one o'clock Eastern, and then archive soon after, as is the norm on Wednesdays, and we put links on all of our social media platforms as well. Uh, so Rick, I have, a, I have a request. Can you do it from the theater room, and and you stand in front of the screen and have a moving background back there while you do it? Yeah, that's where Brody is, I think. I kind of want you from the back deck, but the wind's going to be blowing so yeah. hard. I, I don't know if you can. You're going to have to go out and sit in your car, Rick. Yeah, in the garage. that's it. That's yeah. it. I'll, I'll tell you how that works. Um, uh, by the way, I lost the, the view of the clock. Um, there in that oh, no. break. I don't, I, I don't know what happened there. Adler came over and messed with the computer. Now oh. I can't see the clock. Uh, Bobby, what what do want, you see? You just turn his video back I on. I see that's the what name Chris Adler. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, here comes but, uh, Chris Adler right now, Rick. Okay, no. yeah, I, I, um, you know I, I though, gonna, how amazing is it though, guys? I mean, we we've talked about this before, but I, <laughs> I was just talking to Greg about it. it. It's not too many years ago, if you were going to do video live somewhere for TV, you had to have a satellite truck outside, oh, yeah. a mile of cable, oh, sure. three technicians. Uh-huh. And rent satellite time. Now yeah, you can so. do it from your home with a laptop. That is just that is mind blowing to me. I'm yeah. sorry. If if you're fo- if you follow me on social media, uh, look on the Instagram right now, mm-hmm. um, and I'll show you because Sherry and I had the same discussion yesterday, Bubba. You will not believe how little equipment is needed. Now this equipment is very high tech, but this is all you need to be doing what I'm doing. Uh, right now for our studio. The lunchbox, uh, is it included? 
The lunchbox is included. Those are available at rickandbubba.com. But if you look, it, it, there's a laptop, there's a microphone, and Bubba, what would you call that little microphone processor? The interface. Mm-hmm. Interface. There it is. Uh, right there. And, and headphones. Uh, but to, to Bubba's point, look what that laptop and this little interface, look what they can do. It's amazing. You, it you really can is. literally almost fit them in your pocket. And you could be doing this off of your phone if you wanted to, Rick. I mean, the yeah. quality is yeah. going to struggle just a little bit because of it. But if you had to, you could do it off your phone. And the fact that, it, it, look, during the time of this show, you remember we did a live uplink from our Christmas party one year when it was mm-hmm. at my house in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. remember? Yeah. yeah. And we had to have a satellite yeah. truck out there. I do there. remember that. And and now we could do it on a phone that you pull out of your pocket. Yeah. That cut in. That's, that's, some, that's just, that blows me away. Uh-huh. Well, and here, here's what aggravates Bubba and aggravates us, and it should, by the way. People were sending me all sorts of stuff yesterday. I know they have all of you guys uh, when we did it with other, other people and other members of the show, and you've said it, Bubba, on the show. There's no excuse for some of the garbage that we're having to tolerate on the major networks. I mean, they can't, they can't go out and now look, our microphone, because this is the beauty of, of co-hosts being Bill Bubba Bussy. Now our microphones are number one, but but they could get a microphone <laughs> yeah. of any kind and yeah. be better than them just using the computer's microphone. Rick, yeah. your live shot that you have right now is better than 90% of what I see on Fox News. Mm-hmm. I know, and there's no excuse for that. I mean, they're sitting in the dark. I mean, it seemed like somebody would go, hey, cut a light on. Yeah. Cut a light on. <laughs> well, Something. I think – I think what happened, Bubba, is back to what you talked about, the satellite trucks and the uplink locations. Of course, I feel bad for them because they're basically being put out of business. Mm-hmm. But unless, but the bottom line is this. They almost, they went from the, the highest tech like to, you know, out in the, in the wilderness in third yeah. world country or something. You can do better than just talking on the microphone that's provided in the laptop or right. your phone. Yeah. You and, can and, beat that. And you saw like Max Licato yesterday. He's got him a headset, you know, with a microphone. Yeah. If you, if you put the headphones on so that the speaker's not cutting back and forth, it makes all the difference in the world. The mic and the headphones is a game changer. Yeah. Uh, we come back. We got calls lined up, Rick, and we'll go ahead and take those. That's good okay. with you. Yeah. All right. And there's room for you, too. I'm, I can see that a little bit, by the way. Attaboy. So there's all the lines. Uh, uh, some are filled up, like they said, but we do have some available. So you can dial us up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl will get you lined up. We'll <laughs> talk to you when we come back when the Rick and Bubba Show continues. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's dream team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilbur, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. So we're back, 35 minutes past the hour. Phones now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl's got them lined up, ready to go. Uh, There are some lines available if you want to get in now. We'll go to those uh, quickly. I do want you to know, though, about allform.com slash Bubba. I'll tell you guys about uh, my afternoon yesterday as I did my part to quarantine and follow and protect my family. It's not about me. It was it was selfless love, and you'll see that quickly in the, when I tell you. But uh, I got a look at uh, the wonderful leather chair and footstool that I got from allform.com slash Bubba at Camp House yesterday. And to watch me be able to go online, order this, it come right to the house. 
uh, was really cool. So if you're looking around and you're needing to replace a worn out couch or chair, uh, let's make that happen. Because the more uh, time that we're getting now in the house, the more I think we care about, I can't look at that ratty chair anymore. And what you could do is go to allform.com slash Bubba. Now here's what's great about Allform. Allform furniture is delivered right to your door in days. It's high quality, handmade in America, in the great state of North Carolina, armchair, sofas, sectionals, love seats, affordable prices uh, with great quality. That's the combination we're always looking for. Uh, they come with a forever warranty, a 100-day trial, and free delivery. All form furniture can easily be customized in any shape, size, color, fabric, legs. They'll even send you samples at no charge to you so you can uh, look at them in your hands, fill them before you design your chair, sofa, love seat, whatever you want uh, for them. Uh, so go to allform.com slash Bubba. Yes, you can have a chair delivered to your door. Uh, they're easy to put together. You don't even need tools. Even I could do it. You save 20% by going to allform.com slash Bubba, allform.com slash Bubba, save 20%. Also, as a thank you to members of the military, first responders, students, and teachers, you guys get 25% off if you'll indicate that. Uh, RickandBubba.com also has a link under the sponsors. All right, boys, uh, tell us where we're going on the phones. Uh, Let's head out to Nashville. Bruce, listening in Tennessee. Bruce, go ahead. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, what's up, fellas? So I was listening to the show back the other day, like on the podcast, and I was doing some stuff outside, and somehow or another, my, my phone was in my pocket. It got bumped to the slow, like the half-speed setting. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, that was the most entertainment I'd had in a while, because Bubba sounds about half-drunk anyway. <laughs> right, and when, right. he was, when he was going, the whole world answers to a sine wave, Rick. It sounded like those guys on Hee Haw when they were laying on the floor with the dog. Yeah. They talked real slow about it. Yeah. Man, yeah. that was yeah. so much fun. I loved it. Bruce, you, you need to check it and be sure you hit the slow button. It may have just been normal speed for me. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love it. Not the first time we've been compared to Hee Haw either. No, not at all. Thanks, bud. <laughs> I guess that, way, makes, be, that makes that uh, makes uh, Greg Hams and Speedy the hee haw honeys. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> well, that's right. And of course, uh, Adler taking up both of the members of the Hagger twins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Keith in Definiac Springs. Keith, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. I poured my rain gauge out a little while ago, and it was running over with fifteen inches in it. Wow. Good and gracious. That'll water <laughs> the garden, won't it? Yeah. Yesterday at one point, we got an inch of rain in 25 minutes. Unbelievable. Wow. So how are you making it? Are you, do you have power this morning, Keith? Yep. The power's never glitched. Uh, we've had some pretty good wind gusts. It broke my flagpole. My flagpole's laying on the ground. Hmm. But uh, we have no no trees down, but my pond is it's about a four-acre pond, and it's about to run over the spillway. So your four-acre pond is about eight acres right now, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good gracious. Well, look, be careful out there. Thanks, brother. Thanks, I, Keith, for I sharing I saw a little new flash, news flash. It says in Escambia County, where Pensacola is, it's about 155,000 people without power yeah, right I, now in and Pensacola. Who, they haven't had a break because the, 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 the wall just, what, east of the, uh, the, the eye has just been pounding them, yeah. and so it just hadn't let up. At all. Uh, let's go to Debbie in Talladega. Debbie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thank you, sir. I was calling a comment on LeBron James had made a comment that 
he felt, you know, cops in America were targeting African-American men. Right. But they were hunting them. I, I repeat, excuse myself. My question to him is, who hunted who in L.A.? When those two cops were killed or hurt, injured so you know severely when they were you know. Well, Candace Owens and, and a lot of other people are are putting some of the blame for this at the feet of LeBron James. Uh, I saw where the sheriff yesterday was asking him to match their reward money. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know where that stands today. I, I don't know if that's fair to do that or not. But I thought his comments were totally out of the off the page you know yeah. uh let's go to uh brett in huntsville alabama the rocket city hey brett what's up hey good morning guys how y'all doing we're great uh listen uh the other day i have heard of somebody was talking about the schools and how people uh these kids were being taught uh when i was going to school rick i'm your age uh i graduated in 84 you know we had to memorize the first uh, paragraph of the constitution and to this day, I still remember that. And I just wonder how many kids uh, in our this younger generation even know the first three or four words of the first paragraph of the Constitution. I mean, I can recite it if I get a timeout, and y'all can yeah, correct me. I, I want you to, yes. I We're going to give you a timeout, it. and Brett, you're, you're going to get time. to go with it. Okay, y'all ready? Go ahead. Yes, right, fire now, I'm, out on, I'm just standing out on the front porch, so okay. I ain't got none in front Perfect. of it. But if I remember, it says, we the people of the United States of America, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of our liberty, do ordained and establish this Constitution of, of, for the United States of America. Yeah, that, and you did, that was close. You did it without singing. How about yeah. you did it without singing too? Yeah, which, we, we learned it. We yeah. learned it from Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, we would have had to sing yeah. it, but you you did a great job, Brett, and you're you're about ninety five percent on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this was back in eighty four when I graduated. Yeah, so, I know I mean, you did a great job. Yeah, but how many of our younger kids nowadays know even the first three or four words of this Constitution? Did they? Are, is that still in our history? Uh, a lot of our history isn't being taught. I don't know about the Constitution. It, it, it you know, it appears that uh, a lot of people that are older than us didn't learn it either. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted that to go like the Barney and Andy. Um, yeah. Do y'all remember yeah. that scene? Gosh, yeah. gosh I really gosh, wanted gosh, it to go like right. that. Right. And Speedy have to because I noticed close, Speedy yeah. was Speedy was reading it too. I wanted him have to help him along the way. Yeah, yeah. I was just following God. along, making sure he did a good job. We the people in order. <laughs> To form a more perfect union. You Rick, let's uh, let's pick up Vicky. Uh, Vicky, go ahead. You're on the Rick and Bubba show. Hey y'all, how are you doing? We're great. And go, Vicky, here. go. Hey y'all. Um, I was just calling in for two things. I wanted to get one out of the way first. Um, I called in last week and one on the will of meat, and I'm a tuber. So shout out to the tubers. But um, they all ribbed me because I've been wanting a tank top forever, and I didn't ask to have one in store then. So if y'all could, please do a tank top. You know, a, a tank top is, you know, rare. You know, I, I wore, uh, you know, tank tops, but I know you did too when, <laughs> in the greatest decade that man has ever known. Right. And, and I tried to bring it back, and I, I'm not exaggerating this. I'm not, I'm not even trying to be funny. 
I have never seen that tank top again. I wore it one time in the house because, you know, they came back. They're back. Yeah. Uh, Greg wears them all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My wife has done away with it and hid it, and I can't find it. Yeah, Vicky, Um, our our wives uh, have threatened me. I I was, uh, when I was playing tennis sleeveless for a while, Betty threatened me. So I had to get rid of everything like that. Uh, But I understand there's a need for it out there. I I got that. Yeah. I mean, I live at the beach, so that would be a great time. Yeah. Okay. So, so this uh, is we'll, Vicky. We'll, we'll talk to the this ladies. This is Vicky, YouTube Vicky, right? Yeah, this is all smiles. Hey. <laughs> all smiles. Well, thank you, Vicky. Yeah. Uh, we need the tank top in order to be a new Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Samuel. Samuel, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. You're on. <laughs> I want to let What's it break. Up, you forgot. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, just let Please you know, let. in Fulton, got some high winds, rain, nothing too bad yet. Um, we're out of power. Had the great guys at Southern Pine fix it one time last night, but mm. um, out again, and not too bad yet, but who knows? You mm. know, I, I don't want to be Debbie Downey Thanks, here, buddy. but it, it may be Thank a while you. before you get it back next time. Mm, yeah. Yeah, all I think about is how much food is ruining in the refrigerator. Oh, oh are you no. kidding? I know. Mm. Good night. Only a fat person thinks of that first. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. You got to get to eating. <laughs> Don't let it go to waste. <laughs> thing. Eat, eat uh, all that. Eat all that first, like Bubba's right. saying. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Uh, we'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. More oh, Rick and Bubba coming up. Don't you know a lot of people are going to be eating ice cream today? Oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, get it out. It's going to melt. <laughs> Got to eat it now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up later. Wednesday Bible study is on today, noon central time, barring uh, some sort of technical breakdown, since I will be doing it from the home today. Uh, session three, our walk through First Peter. If you haven't joined us, you can. It's always uh, archived every day as well, and links are put on all of our social media platforms for those of you that cannot catch it live. Uh, and if you ever want to go back and catch some of the others that we've done, two ways to do that, you can go to rickandbubba.com, our YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It doesn't cost you anything. That way you always get alert when the live show's on there, when there's new content, when the Bible study comes up. Uh, you can go to playlist and click on the Wednesday Bible study. You can walk back through a number of uh, different series that we've done. Uh, if you want to go way back and you want audio only for like rolling in the automobile or, or whatever, go to burgessministries.com and just click on listen. You'll see the Wednesday Bible study there and you can go back through the last five years worth of because uh, we, we didn't start putting them on YouTube until a few years ago. But if you want to go way back and find some other stuff, if it's not on the YouTube channel, you can find the audio, most all of them at BurgessMinistries.com under listen. So hopefully we'll have that again today. Uh, Bubba, has, Bubba has requested that I put Buddy the dog next to me as I do the Bible study today. Yeah, because he'll lay happen. still. He won't give you any trouble. Yeah, right there on your yeah, lap. Well, <clears throat> well, here's here's how it all breaks down, you know, in this, this quarantine thing. And those of you that don't know, and there's still people that are saying, hey, what's going on? Um, 
the, this is the center of our lives, but we realize it's not the center of yours, but you should make it. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> we, we, we only ask for five hours of your time every single day. That's all. That's all we want. But anyway, so uh, my son uh, got sick on Monday, came home from work uh, with a, a fever and throwing up. He's been tested for COVID. We don't know whether he has it or not. He is feeling better. He's not Uh-oh. had one day, uh, but I know that also can be a characteristic of COVID for people to have one bad day, but still have it. So we'll, well, the test is, is out there. We don't have it back yet. We'll have it maybe this afternoon or tomorrow uh, at the latest. So this is protocol that we set up with the show. If somebody may have been exposed, then we just shut those people down. We distance, distance them from everyone else until we, we have the information. That's what we're doing. Uh, so anyway, um, the way it's working at the house is, you know, Sherry is kind of going, I don't know whether my son has it and I don't know whether you may have it. You may have been with him more than me and then you may have it and he have it and then I don't want it. So we're all three keeping away from each other. And it's really kind of a bizarre hmm. setup. We've all basically been assigned places of the house where we, we can't leave. So what's happened is the only way that gets off a little bit is when I'm doing the show because um uh, Sherry has a computer here. Mine should arrive today, by the way, uh, I, I, my own computer that Sherry was going to give me for my birthday, but now we're, we may need it sooner than that. Um, but until then, I'm using Sherry's computer. And today for the Bible study, uh, we'll have to wipe down and uh, me use uh, Brody's or Adler's today if we do that. But anyway, so I got stuck at the part of the house where I'm supposed to stay that has no television, no anything. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm Uh-oh. like, I'm, I'm short straw. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all, so I thought to myself, is there anything that's further away from COVID than the farm? And, <laughs> there uh, you go. That's a good point. Rick. Excellent thought. And I thought, look, if I, if I had the Wi-Fi set up, I'd just go live there, but I, but I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now for the show. Yeah. Um, because the Wi-Fi there is, is not what we need for this. But, um, so I, I thought, well, and then guys, I'm going to tell you something, a little, a little code snap, uh, you know, kind of, kind of came in yesterday as, as things were cooling and I, I don't want to, cause there's people in terrible situations. Uh, and I don't want to say, you know, that it was beneficial. Uh, but I was able to say, look guys, I, I don't want anybody to get COVID. Uh, and I don't want to be exposed to it. And I feel like that I'm in everybody's way. Uh, so I guess I'll just go to the farm for the rest of the day. Rick, I think yeah. that would be wise on your part. And you also can check to be sure that everything's okay with the, you know, the hurricane, uh, issues happening and the rain and, you know, just check on everything because that that's what a responsible owner would do. It was. And, and I wanted to be responsible. Yeah. Uh, and, and I thought while I'm here, uh, the fact that the weather has dropped and there's a front moving in, uh, I need to see how what how does that affect largemouth bass? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to know, Rick. I mean, that's I, important I, research. Hey, Rick, you gonna like the way it affects them? <laughs> oh, yeah, let me tell you something. I liked it, and I liked it a lot. Yeah. That's right. They uh, like cloudy, they, and they like it cooler, don't they? They weren't scared of ta- COVID. <laughs> let me let me tell you something. They 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 went from lethargic to very very active. Yeah, baby. And um and and it wasn't about about me. You know, and there's a side of me sometimes that thinks, okay, my son may have COVID, you know, people are in a hurricane, people trying to decide about whether to have things, not have things. And I'm setting the hook, you know, and, and, and feeling that wonderful tug and thinking to myself for, for me right now, 
this really isn't all that bad. <laughs> and, and Bubba, the fact that I may be toting COVID, Gary wouldn't come around me. That well, so, right. you would hope. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, I was gonna be bush hogging, but if you come down here, man, uh, uh-uh. uh, we, I don't want, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I guess I'll just go. I mean, hey, no. <laughs> and so, uh, so he, you know, and I was down there by myself and it, it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, I get assigned, we all do at our house, our own place. Um, and, and where I was stuck, I just said, well, th- I'm just, this is no good to anybody. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess during this time of struggle and uncertainty, I guess it sort of forced me to do whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. Rick, and, uh, I, you, you really do need to. I mean, I, you, you've got to get away from everybody. I think that would right. be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you need to check on everything. I mean, that's right. just part of it. Uh, so I, I think you're doing what you should do to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was sitting out in the middle of the woods near a creek <laughs> looking at game camera pictures, and I thought to myself, man, this is rough. <laughs> this and, is and tough you, right you, here. And you start thinking – uh, there's little pockets in here that, I mean, there people, I mean, people tell you to get away from them and you're like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> here I, we go. I, yeah. I guess I will. And I guess I, I will. wonder how, I want, I wonder how this front affects largemouth bass. Can I report uh, mm-hmm. that it affects them in a very positive way? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good deal. Uh, that, uh, that if you find some structure, you can just throw up in there time and time again and, and 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 be and marvel at the different sizes and colors of bass. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you, uh, the birds, they struggle because the wind was was going. So it, it was me against the the predators. I won yesterday okay. against all the birds that are trying to eat all my fish. Yeah, they they had, they had they to kind of they had to kind of uh, sit down on everything, didn't they? Stay they grounded. Did. Yeah, they did. It was um, it it was it was an interesting place I found myself. Um, and and I will say that. Um, I enjoyed it, uh, but it wasn't about me. What I like to say is I did what my family needed. Yeah, no doubt. Sacrifice. Thank you for serving. Yeah, I must leave. I'll see you guys later, I guess. Sacrificial living is what I like to call it, Rick. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and, and, well, I'll tell you, I'm one Wi Fi connection down there for really having a game changer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Need to make that a priority, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Top of the hour. That's what we could use them satellite trucks for. There you go. That's right. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Everybody but me coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. I am out of the home studio today, uh, but the rest of the gang is in the studio and we're all together doing the show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Team Rick and Bubba all here. Welcome back. Mike number two. There he is. You know him. You love him. Number 12 on, on his jersey, but in your heart, he's number one, Bill Bubba Bussy. How about it, buddy? Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And uh, thank all of you for spending a mere five hours with us each and every day. Mm-hmm. All right. If, if you have the the YouTube uh, option, and we can put this out on social media, Hams, as soon as I 
get this to you. There's a new item available in the Rick and Bubba store. We're cranking them out right now at the Rick and Bubba store. There's so many new items. You know, I know water bottles are the craze now, and we've done multiple types over the years. Look at this one. Uh, this is a new water bottle that that is available at the rickandbubba.com store. Just click on store. It has the big logo on it, but it also has kind of like the pajama bottoms. Mm-hmm. It has all of our famous slogans and sayings <laughs> uh, all over it. Do you see that? I yeah. mean, it's, it's got it's got everything on it. Can't have nothing's on there. Somebody means business. Got it like I like it. Uh, I mean, stay in it. You know, it goes way back. All those are on there. Uh, there's no Rick and Bubba fan. If you're a water bottle person, uh, then you have to have this one. And of course, you may be collecting the ones we've done over the years. Uh, this one is brand new. You know, this, you know, sometimes we do things, Bubba, that look sleek. Uh, they look, they look cool. They look sharp. Then we do things that are just gaudy, you know, and, and yeah. I, you know, I like, I like a little gaudy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and this one, uh, is, um, is the uh, this is more in the gaudy category? This yeah. is this is flashy. This this gets your attention, uh, and the way it operates and functions uh, is really cool too. So uh, it's a new item. There's a lot of new items at RickandBubba.com under the store. So so check that one out, Rick. You could almost uh, it could almost act like a shaker too. It looks like maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that, but you can almost might mix a little spark. You might, you thing, might huh? mix a powder Bubba, with that for some post workout you know stuff. You know what, Bubba? I'm going to bring you one in. I'll go by and pick one up and let you try it. I think you can use it as a shaker too. Yeah, I think yeah, that'll work. Mm-hmm. That'll work. Bring it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, Rick. I, I'm getting a lot of good feedback about the pajamas, uh, and uh, yeah. I know a lot of people are enjoying those already. Now, folks, be careful with your pictures you're sending us. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You know, be be sure and and check the whole room, everything that's going on. You know, we we don't we don't need that. Okay. I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah. So just. I mean, we're just, honored. You, uh, don't get me wrong, but uh, just yeah, be careful. If you want to stand in front of a wall while wearing them, that'd be preferred. That's such a good one. Oh, man, it carries me back right. uh, to, to something we said on the air many, many years ago, probably Easy. about 25 years ago. Where somebody... Easy. <laughs> I'm not going to relive it today, okay? <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, we stopped making that shirt soon after that picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, me. You, cra- you crazy, you show, crazy, crazy listeners. Yeah. There's still boundaries. There's still boundaries. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're America, Bubba. How about this dilly right here? All right, Rick. So uh, we got an email. I was going to try to find I'm going to get this in here, Bubba. Days of America, walking together through the Anytime you hear this intro, it's bad stuff. Yeah, you so know it go. is. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Rick, we got an email from a gentleman, and I'm not going to give his name. I don't want to open him up to scrutiny on this. But um, basically, he was saying he enjoys the show. He catches up uh, a lot of the show on the podcast, as many folks do. And um, he, uh, we were talking about California and the California fires. I mean, it's been a hot topic, no pun intended, here lately. And um, he he sent us a TEDx, which is – you know, these uh, speakers that get up and talk, the oh. TED Talks, but mm-hmm. it's an abbreviated one, TEDx, from a uh, UC Berkeley professor. Professor. Professor from UC Berkeley. Now, UC Berkeley is probably the most liberal place <laughs> in the country, okay? I mean, it doesn't get much more liberal than that. And I'll be honest with you, I have not watched the whole video, Rick. I did scan through it. 
but it was very interesting because he was talking about the fires in California, and this was even prior to these fires, okay? Yeah. And he was talking about the history and what he had gone back, and he was researching it to find out what was going on. And he even talked about the Indians that were native to that area that they actually used to, to do a their version of a controlled burn. Now, think and, about this. As long as Indians <laughs> did it, it means it's okay. <laughs> right. And, and, again, I haven't watched the whole thing. I don't have all the ins and outs of it. But um, the professor also had, had, had gone back and researched pictures, some of the earliest pictures of some of the scenery there in California that they could find, and he compared them to the current pictures. And guess what? They look nothing alike. What is the big difference? There are trees and forests everywhere now. It used to not be there. Hmm. So the point, the point being that a lot of this energy for these fires are a fairly recent thing that has come to California. And I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, so uh, bear with me. And he was making the point through documentation that the fire breaks that, they, that, that used to happen, that, that even the Indians were doing, and the early settlers that were there, kept the forest from being such a tinderbox like it is now. And why is that important? Because if you, and look, California has some special challenges anyway with the Santa Ana winds and the, and the hills the way they are and the dry season and all that. They already have the deck stacked against them, so to speak. But when you have that, you got to really go the extra mile to do fire breaks and control burns to be sure you take away that energy so that the whole state doesn't go up the first time you have a lightning strike. Right. And the problem, and I mean, he's, he's making this case, the environmental, uh, the environmentalists who have got their fingerprints all over the policies of California have pushed that fire breaks and control burns are evil, they're bad, they destroy the forest, so they don't do them anymore. And, and that now that has come home to roost, so to speak. Let me just say this to the left, okay, because I know some of you listen to our show, it's, it's, it's a novelty to you. And, and you say, you know, I don't agree with you guys on certain things, but I, I like your kind of observations of life or whatever. Or, you know, we're just a mouth ulcer to you. You can't help but <laughs> stick your tongue on it, even though it stings. But, but listen to this. Listen, if you want to save California and these unnecessary burnings of property uh, and homes and forests, you don't have to say that I gave in to conservatives because fire breaks are not political. Okay. And if it makes you feel better, you can now say I'm doing the same thing that the wonderful, perfect native Americans did. And I'm doing the thing that some guy from Berkeley, you know, you can cry and hug on Berkeley and say that they're the greatest thing that the, the world has ever known. And you can say, well, yeah, I want to do fire breaks and, and I want to do controlled burns because Native Americans did it because we know that unlike the white people, they never wasted or did anything wrong. Mm -hmm. So so I'm going to I like fire breaks. I like control burns. I like it because Berkeley likes it and the Native Americans did it. And then you can still do it. But here's the thing. Fire burn. I mean, control burns and fire breaks. They have no political affiliation. This is just wisdom. That's all it is. Can we take politics out of forest management? Can Is there any way to do that? Because the environmentalists have politicized everything now. It's going to be very hard to do. 
But you know what I compare it to, Rick, and I told you all this earlier. Maybe this is a good comparison, maybe not. Parachutes. Parachutes are not political. If you jump out of an airplane, you need a parachute to land safely, right? Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, young, old, protester, stay at home, whatever your classification is. If you jump out of an airplane, you need a parachute. So it is a non-political piece of equipment. Can we say that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, to me, fire breaks and controlled burns should be on the same category. We should go, well, yeah, you need to do that so you don't have big fires. I mean, oh, no matter wow, what okay. your deal is, you know. But how would we say it? How would we say yeah. it? Hey, like, hey, dude, we need a fire break here. Okay. You know, that right. kind of thing. I like that. There is another great yeah. resource at PragerU. Um, I saw this yesterday. Is California going up in flames? And this is part of the discussion that you're talking about exactly to a T. They give you some great graphics. I encourage you to go watch that today, too. It's really good. Yeah. What, what does it's it not- say? Are they exactly what you're saying? That this that this is the re- they used to do it one way, and now the environmentalists have turned everything upside down. And of course, the power too is a big part of that. The power lines are so out of dated; they're catching everything on fire, and they won't do anything about that either because they've got this wind solar mindset that's not realistic. There's another video on that as well. Can, can I tell you if they have wind and solar, they're still gonna have to get it to them through a power line. I, yeah, sure. Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. We're back 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about the bizarro world that is 2020. And, uh, hey, baby. Hey, she's a dandy, ain't she? Mm -hmm. It is a dandy. Well, we've been talking about the overreaction to the Big Ten and the Pac-12. On that note, because we're we're about to talk about college football, I just got this, and Greg, you'll love this, being a guy who did this for a living, said, I have a friend of mine uh, who retired from the power company in California. He said because of their wackiness and their tie to the environmentalists that we just talked about, they would not let them trim trees around transfer lines and the winds would cause the lines to hit and spark and start fires. They wouldn't even let them do the normal trimming we do. And yeah. then they sue yeah. PG&E for the fires. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and how about this? About. Good, how about the, well, how about this, too? I, and I saw that email. Very, very intriguing. Rick, he also pointed out that there there is so little that they can do in forest management. Most of the forest management people go into firefighting, that they become that? firefighters. Good Did you night. see that part uh-huh. of it? I didn't uh, see that part. That's so, funny. And, and keep That's in mind this. Crazy. Listen, it keep is. in mind this. California has special spark-protecting legislation. You know how, like, anything you hear in, in California, they have even more restrictive oh, this? Yeah. They have spark suppressors on the output of two- and four-cycle engines hmm. to keep a spark from coming out the muffler. Okay, so they have a, a, a even an extra piece of uh, filter on yeah. there to keep that from coming out. And if you look, it's on almost every motor. It's required by the state of California. That's why they put them on there. So California will go as far 
as to make a motor manufacturer put an extra piece of equipment on there so a spark doesn't get out the, the exhaust of that, whether it's a weed eater or a lawnmower or whatever, that it would start a fire. But they won't let the power company trim trees. Crazy. That cause huge sparks on the power lines. Yeah. Do you realize how insane that is? Bubba, I think you said it, and I think it, and I and I want you to hear me when I say this, and I'll just say it, and I'll, we can move on to the next story. <laughs> I think you said it. I'm starting to realize the way California sees this topic is special. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, y'all, y'all, they they, 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 they are they need, getting. They need some help. They they have set up a nightmare scenario that you cannot operate in where everything is so protected to stop a fire from starting. You got all this extra cost, all this extra equipment, but they won't do the basic things that 90% of these fires are caused by. It is Crazy. absolutely lunacy, y'all. It is. Somebody needs to step in and be the adult in California. Look, if they let me handle it for three years, I'll do away with half the fires they have. It's Give not that. Half? It's not that complicated. It's really you, not. You backwards hillbilly. Hey, I mean, you know what? My yard ain't on fire today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Well, that's global. I am backwards. I'm a hillbilly. Yeah. I'm fat. I can't pronounce words, but my yard ain't on fire. No. Bubba, they're so far from thinking the way you're thinking. Look how they tried to. To trick Trump, yeah, or trap him yesterday. What day before yesterday? The governor come out climate change, and hey, global warming. That's global, what they think, y'all. You, we could sign documents. We can pat ourselves on the back. We can say we're global warming this, global warming that. We can pass laws. We can put spark. Uh, what do they call them, Greg? There's a name for them. I can't think. A spark. Um, um, it stops the sparks from coming protector? out. There's a name. To, uh, it's not. You a need to drink a spark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spark cap, <laughs> spark suppressor is what it is. <laughs> yeah. They put a spark suppressor on everything, and all that's fine. But if you don't cut fire breaks and you don't do control burns, you're wasting your time, California. And, and, and look, this guy, back. this guy who did the t- from Berkeley has the photographic evidence to prove why the fires are worse now than they used to be, and that's what a spark suppressor looks like. You'll see it on the exhaust of lawnmowers now. Yeah. Anything yeah. that goes to California. Can I tell you, California people, something? They really you are, are special. Yeah. You're special. And how about this? Do not talk down to anybody. You, you you don't have the right to talk down to anybody on some of the most ignoramus things you do. Well, you got you got and, tent villages through all your major cities. People right. taking craps in the road. You yeah, got, I mean it's just it's chaos. And, and they will talk driveway. down to us. That's what's that's yeah, what's really course. amazing mm-hmm. about it. They they, they don't have power. They got to set their thermostat at seventy five. They got rolling <laughs> blackouts. The yard in their house is on fire. But we're the idiots, guys. There's third world <laughs> countries that are in better shape. Yeah, these major cities with these, te- these tent cities. It's unbelievable. Y'all, have y'all noticed Mexico's not on fire? Has no. anybody noticed Western Mexico, which is hotter than Southern California, is not on fire? Has anybody noticed that? Canada's not on fire. Mm-mm. And that smug attitude they have. Oh, I mean, and, and they're living, like y'all said, in third world conditions. It's a spark and, um, as, as, as Helm said, and you know, we even had uh, some doctors say, talking about the health crisis in some of these cities with the tent cities, Really saying it's third world is disrespectful to third world countries. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know this. You this got needles guy, laying everywhere. Uh-huh. In this little TEDx talk, look at everywhere where it's burned. Look how tall all the trees are and how how thick they were when they burned. 
So they're in a dilemma on this Bubba, because, yeah. you know, they've told us that the Native Americans were the ones that treated this country the right way until the evil white people got here. So here's the dilemma they're in. Either they changed their point of view because Native Americans did controlled fire and fire breaks or the Washington Redskins can be the Redskins again because Indians are evil too. Mm. <laughs> no. Bless their heart. I mean, I, I, it's it's almost like somebody you <laughs> keeps doing the same thing again, and you want to help them. You know, it's like they got a hammer in their hand and they're beating themselves in the head with it, and they can't figure out why they got a headache. Yeah, you know what we say here in the South, California? Bless your heart. Yeah, bless your heart. Bless your I mean, heart. I mean, bless your little heart. God love your little view of utopia. That It's like the like a child that doesn't know anything. Let me tell you what right. you need to do. You need to open your churches up, and you need to get the bulldozers, and, and when we get to February, do some fire burns, and it, your life will be a lot better. Yeah, and, and don't be afraid to trim around them power lines. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, every weed is not worth saving, Rick. You know what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not killing the tree. We have trees still alive, even though we trim them. You know, Rick, I, I bush hogged some yesterday. It was so much fun. I love just plowing that big old grass down. You know what? I had some head high, and I just cut it like a putting green when I was done. <laughs> You know what? You you know who you learned that from? Native Americans. <laughs> All right. while sitting in the air conditioner. And, yeah, and look, I was Rick, I was but well, I need to tell you that. That's kind of a funny story yesterday. I have to thank my neighbor. He probably saved me a big headache yesterday. I'll oh, tell you really. All right, still to come, we'll update you on what we we're starting to update you on here in college football. We never update. got to it, did we? Mm-hmm. Yep, it looks like uh, Scott <laughs> Frost may go back to full size. I know it. We <laughs> want to see Scott Frost go back to big Scott Frost. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. I tell you what, I can't even leave the studio without everybody turning into big grab a. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you want to know who's a ringleader? Yeah, Over my there? brother. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Baby brother don't yeah. know how to act when uh, big brother ain't uh, We forget you on that little yeah. screen. Coach Fisher is going nuts in here. You know what? <laughs> hey, uh, before we get, we will talk about this college football update. Then we'll get to Bubba's bush hogging. But I do want to point you to mypillow.com right now. Uh, how about Mike Lindell? Let's all admit, whatever happened to this thing about we had the COVID solution? But anyway. <laughs> yeah, we ain't heard uh, anything. We ain't had an update, uh, have we? Well, you know what happened? The Democrats got a hold of it and hit it like they did hydroxychloroquine. Uh, I guess the, you, you, he supports Trump, so we'll never hear of it again. Uh, but anyway, so MyPillow.com, though, I'll tell you what they do have. Uh, they've got the most comfortable pillow you've ever slept on. They've got the go-anywhere uh, pillow version of that, meaning it's just easier to pack. They're smaller if you're going to be uh, going out. Have you tried the towels and washcloths they have? Bob, I know you've seen Mike Lindell do his, his little um, – uh, example where he gets up there and says, let me show you how, how much more absorbent our towels are than the old brands. They're fantastic. Giza dream sheets, mattress toppers, um, body pillows, uh, dog beds. If you'd like for your bed, your dog to sleep on the, the 
technology of my pillow. They still have the reusable face masks that are available that can be washed and dried. If you want to go to mypillow.com, you can right now click on radio specials, use the code Bubba, and that's going to save you even more money. That's mypillow.com. Look for radio specials, use the promo code Bubba, and let the savings begin. Also, a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, somewhere in a cornfield right now stands full size Scott Frost. Breaking news, it looks like the Big Ten will now play. So what what changed? They were the first ones to say we're not going to play. But I guess after seeing football for the past two weekends, they decided they better get in the game because they're being left behind or what? What happened? I, that's what I'm thinking because here's what happens is you know that feeling. I mean, when y'all have done what I'm doing. You have a little bit of that feeling when you're the guy who's quarantining at home. It's like, hey, guys, don't forget about me. I'm still part of the gang. I see y'all in there laughing. I see y'all going to get breakfast, you know. And, and, and you're talking you're about FOMO, kind of, Rick. Yeah, and you're kind of over here going, hey, guys, tell me, are y'all having fun? And, and you think to yourself, it's okay if we all are not are doing something. But if, if you look and other people say, I don't think we're going to do that. And they start, I think you're all over it, Bubba. They start seeing, you know, we said this, we were on the air saying, we're going to have to learn to live with COVID. Bubba, you keep referencing the Spanish flu. Yep. If that's any indicator, we're going to have to learn how to live with it. Uh, and, 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 and so football says, yeah, we've had people that have tested positive. Yep. We've had some outbreaks. Yep. We've rescheduled yep. some games. Uh, yes, we've had to play some people that normally we wouldn't have played. We've had some players say they don't want to play and they pouted yep. and sat in the corner. We've had some that said, I'm going to just worry about the NFL. I don't want to play in COVID, but they keep seeing game after game after game. And when the SEC is about to start, they're going to start looking out there going, there really is no reason that we're not playing and they're going to have a playoff without us. And they also have 130 million reasons yeah. <laughs> that if they can play, they need to play. There it is. Rick, let me tell you what's going to happen, too, with some of these players. And I have no doubt this is going to happen. And it's kind of a microcosm of what is happening with the Big Ten. You're going to have players that go, hey, I don't want to get COVID-19. I'm not going to play this year. And you're going to have a special on ESPN done by Tom Rinaldi. Okay, you know, where he's got that slow music coming on. Isn't that his name? The one R- that does Rinaldi. All, Rinaldi that yeah. does all the tear jerking stories. Oh, yeah, His yeah. friends call him Rinaldi. He's great. He does a <laughs> magnificent he does. job. Yeah, okay? he really does. He's going to do a story about a guy who was like a third team linebacker and couldn't get on the field. He was hoping to be on the punt team, mm-hmm. but he had a guy in front of him that decided not to play because of COVID 19. And then yep. an injury happened, and he got to be the starting linebacker. And he went nuts when he went in there. And he was making tackles and throwing people all over the field. And now he's going to be a first-round draft choice in the NFL. You're going to see that story, folks, I'm telling you. I will, I will bet the farm on it. Oh, that's a nice right. farm, too. I'll take it. There's I'll a story today that one of the – I'll bet Rick's farm on it. The defensive <laughs> lineman for LSU that opted out, there's a rumor he's going to come back. Because uh-huh. like, like what you're talking about, he's sitting around looking going, well, so they're going on without me. And yeah, I, life yes. will continue if you if you sit on the sideline. And there's mm-hmm. so many cases in sports where a guy missed a start, missed whatever, and somebody stepped in, and you never that's heard Drew from hey, That's what I was about yeah. to say. How about that busted spleen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, wine for now he owns wine. Doing okay. The, the scenario sure. I gave you is not without past evidence, and yeah. that, and you know you're going to see that. And Tom will make it. What one about of the Roy Hobbs? What about seen? when Bump Bailey got killed in, in the outfield? 
<laughs> Thank and, you, Greg. And Roy Hobbs stepped in. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, the Yankees. Wanted. I mean, the Yankees have some very, very big stories on that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if y'all have noticed this. Uh, the NFL moved on without Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Rick, yeah. he's mad oh, again. I now know. Reed hadn't been signed either, and he's saying oh, all this yeah. that they're doing it means nothing. Right? Thank you, really Drama mean. King. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Drama King. So uh, you mean if, once if you, again you can't make everybody happy no matter what you do? Oh. But that's a whole other story. It's hey, Colin enough. Kaepernick, if you were a better football player, people would put up with your drama. You're not good enough to be this dramatic. Bottom line. Look, he got yeah, a, so the NFL are, wrote him a check. He got a big check. Mm-hmm. They they've get, gave in and talked about how they were wrong and how sorry they are. Mm-hmm. What they it's got never slogans enough. all over the field in the end zone. People kneeling, by both teams and even credited him saying, "Oh, yeah. we should have listened to it." And mm-hmm. and you think he might go? Well, I, he could even say, "I told you so." Yeah, still not happy. Nope, still see, not happy. Is, no. is it read the safety? They feature him. Yeah. They feature him. They yeah. feature him in some of the stuff, the videos and stuff they play now oh, before yeah. games. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so here's the thing. When you give in to the mob, the mob never says, thank you. It's kind of like your flesh. It never goes, yeah, I'm good. Exactly. Right. Uh, it's, it's, do not feed the bears because there's never enough marshmallows. Uh, do y'all yeah. think the Big Ten, when they got out in front of this, thought they were being sharp? And they thought, oh, well, everybody yeah. will follow our lead. And then when people didn't. They went, uh-oh. And they thought and, the and, ones that didn't was that they would crash and burn. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. and the players protested and the parents protested, and they're like, look, nothing's changed here. We're following the science. They made Scott Frost little for a yeah, minute. Scott Frost disappeared. He was wanting to play people in a pasture. Then he was loving the conference, and yeah. I'm sorry I spoke up. Yeah. And uh, so, I, I, you know, how do you how do you back out of this? What are they going to well, say? to your point, Bubba, I think this whole thing speaks volumes to – in the past, people did follow the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. When they made a decision, people said, you know what, probably need to do what they're doing. And the fact that they didn't says is, to me, a bigger conversation than what's going on in our country right now. Yeah, so I, they're, so they're done with it. People know, are done with listening to people like the Big Ten. I, I know how people in high positions think because we've, we've, we've known a lot of them over the years. And – I promise you the people in charge at Ohio State hated the fact that people kept pointing out to them the high school team's playing, yeah. the little college teams are playing, and the pro team, y'all the only one ain't playing. What's wrong with Cincinnati's y'all? Cincinnati's playing. Yeah. yeah no, they, they were one of the ones that voted to play, though, in the Big Ten. Yeah, they well, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, but still, they were they didn't have the leadership in the conference to make everybody true. go their that's way. True. Yeah, that's true. So, again, that's kind of a, a black eye on them. Yeah. So, so be, you, know, you know their power brokers were so sick of that being thrown in their face. Oh, they finally man. went, all right, find somebody to give us a sign so we get back on that football yeah, field. It's yeah. all going to be about the no. medical sciences that we've got some answers. Our and now medical we're team yeah. has come back and reevaluated, and we looks like we're in the goal mode. Now, about two weeks ago, I saw an interview with the, the Pac-12 commissioner, and he was bragging about the technology of testing that yes. they've, been, they've come up with this machine where, mm-hmm. I mean, the minute you walk in and they – a lot of people say, well, now they're fixing to say they're coming. I, I agree with that. So if they if Big Ten starts October 24th, they'll be about a month behind the SEC. That gives them time to get in the eight games. <clears throat> right, exactly, games. Yeah. with the conference championship, uh, and they claim they're in the, the playoffs. <laughs> and y'all yeah, know, now, y'all know what the you... absolute thing that broke their back was? The 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 call the coach rankings came out like yesterday, and, you know, they had them in it to begin oh, with. Yeah. They took them out. 
and everybody moved up. You know, Alabama went up to two. All this, everybody moved up, and they were totally out of the rankings, and it killed them. They said, "That's it. We're back in. We <laughs> got. Know, we can't. We can't just be not. We just can't not exist anymore." I heard it's because Trump called the commissioner. That's what I heard. <laughs> now he did claim he <laughs> took credit for that. <laughs> I, I heard him. He'll tweet way. that out yeah. here later today. He's he's solely responsible for the return. <laughs> yeah. You can bet right, so on thank that. You. Think about this. Here, and all of everything y'all said is absolutely right. Speedy, you <laughs> talked about they're now going to start in uh, in October, and then because they only play eight games anyway, as Helmsley pointed out in the break, they'll just won't play any games that are not conference. They'll do eight, and then that's going to put them into the playoff picture. If you've ever played sports of any kind, it didn't have to be sports. Anything that you love, that you said, I'm done with that. There's always that first time you watch that game play <laughs> without you. And you sit and look at it, and it gives you kind of a terrible feeling like, man, I'd love to be out there. Well, they're experiencing that, and all of you said it right. They've moved on without them. And now your mid-majors that said this was our time to get that fourth spot, the Central Floridas of the world – now the Big Ten is going to come in late, only play eight games, and exactly. still bump them out of the four spot. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Rick, just as uh, as predicted, we've got to go the break here from the real Donald Trump 11 minutes ago. Great news. Big Ten football <laughs> is back. All teams to participate. Thank you to the players, coaches, parents, and all the school representatives. Have a fantastic season. It is my great honor to have helped. <laughs> so did, did he spell it with a V or did he actually use an He said, have a fantastic. And at the very end, he said, you're welcome. <laughs> he said, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like he's looking for he he's said, looking for something to throw, Rick. He said, "This is going to be fun." <laughs> Dang it, Bubba! I hate it. All that was great okay. information, but the minute I heard that, I didn't hear anything. No, I know. Let's go to Vake. <laughs> Greg, the mystery machine on Scooby Doo was fantastic. <laughs> I got a feeling it may not work out. <laughs> Greg, you're a bass. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They make Sean Hannity look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. We're back. It's uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. So, so wrapping it up, Big Ten announces they are going to play. Looks like October twenty fourth. Uh, will the Pac twelve join? Uh, we'll see. Uh, LSU. Uh, you know, talking about having to live with COVID. You know, uh, Speedy sends a story today. We're looking at it. Uh, Bubba Coach O says that most of his players have already had COVID, had mild symptoms, and they've gotten to the other side of it. He thinks that most of his team is full of the antibodies now. That's a direct quote. Right it, is. it is. Uh, that actually is a real story from Coach O today. <laughs> you know, it's, I heard he it's, funny, to, it's funny to me to do that impersonation. <laughs> and then when you see the interview, it's exactly like that. Right. You know, and it's kind of yeah. funny. but. <laughs> Hey, good football coach. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey, you know what I, I noticed, and we didn't even bring this up over the weekend. And we had, He's got a national we had championship, somebody. by the way, okay? And let's just be clear. He's been the interim, oh, well, interim coach. Say, well, go talk. <laughs> Ole Miss canned him. <laughs> USC passed on him. Yeah. Yep. 
Did y'all see by any chance? Did anybody get a chance this past weekend? Because you, you when when um, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on his last name. Um, coach at Texas, Mac, Mac Brown, Mac Brown. You know, he goes in retirement. He's he's on, he's part of you know college football broadcast. Goes back into coaching. And have you did you notice he's got North Carolina? Uh, I mean that they the, um, they're they're starting to to you know get some preseason hype. Now their their offense did not play uh, all that great in the first game, which he said he thinks good for him because he thought they'd got a little cocky. Uh, but the defense did live up to the hype, and and North Carolina is has put a pretty good football team on the field. Now you don't know if they'll live up to the hype, but it, I just think it's kind of a credit to Mac Brown that he goes away. I mean, didn't he didn't come back to coaching like as a young guy? No, I know. Uh, I was very surprised when he came back. It is, and he's at and he's at a uh, basketball school, <laughs> and is putting a, a pretty good football team on the field. Yeah. Now, North Carolina's football is not terrible, but this team looks like that they uh, that it, it might be an interesting year for them if they can live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, last year they you know they had a pretty good season. Was that his first or second year? But it wasn't. I don't know first or second, but it's early. He's already turned them pretty yeah, good. Didn't they beat Syracuse pretty bad? Was that so. who they played? I can't. I can't yeah, remember. I'm going off the top yeah, of my head. They, and, this past weekend. They, yeah, you can tell they got some players, but what was so so refreshing is you know because there's a there's just such a bygone era of some of these men. Right. After the game, watching him be interviewed and how he was just a great communicator, how he handled the interview, how he broke down the game so clear, talked about you know the good and bad things from the game. It was just so refreshing to hear somebody that uh, is from that era that is is still coaching. Uh, and you really notice the difference when you hear them break down games versus some of these newer guys. Rick, they jump from uh, number again. This is uh, understand the poll you're looking at, but they jump from 18 uh, where they beat uh, Syracuse last weekend, 31 to six. Now they're number 12. Uh, they play hey, Charlotte. Let, let me ask y'all this because when I, I saw a little bit of the Wake Forest Clemson game, but I, at going into that game, did I have this right? that Wake Forest has only scored six points on Clemson like in the last two to three years? Yeah, a couple of years. I heard that <laughs> stat thrown up right before the game. I think we were watching the same thing. I could Yeah, believe. and I didn't see how that ended, but it like that Clemson it just you know ran away with it again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. 37-13. Yeah, with 50, uh, 50 stand, uh, fans in the stands, and they were all parents. But, you know, the governor sent down this mandate that you can't have more than fifty, I guess, at these you know, so, type sporting events, whatever. Where, so they had fifty. Can, where's the science on that? Fifty where's the uh, science fans on that? in the stands. Can I can I ask this question? If the Big Ten is back to playing football, how is Michigan going to do that with uh, their governor just locking oh. everything down? How are they going to play at all? Can they even play? Or is she going to forbid them from playing? I mean, what, how it's a does good that point. work? Legitimate point. Because each one of them is subject to their jurisdiction of what you know, they require locally. Yeah. And if she says no football, how do they play? Mm. Them and Michigan State. I don't know. Yeah, how, how does that work, Bubba? Because you're I right. Know. I mean, these I schools know. are under the authority of the state government, a lot of them, right? Or all of them. Well, yeah, a lot of them are funded from the state government. But, I mean, yeah, they have to follow the well, state and local <laughs> rules on all that. So, I don't know. I mean, are, is Detroit not playing baseball? I, I don't know. I mean, they're playing baseball. I assume yeah, they, so are. they are. They, you they can are. play sports, evidently. Well, well, I know yeah, she, but you know, she was very, she was probably as restrictive as anybody. Detroit in, played football in this California, weekend. so I, the I lines. didn't know, I didn't know how they're able to do that. I, maybe once they, uh, once that you get past the high school level, then it's the decision of the, the, mm-hmm. you know, because really, I think, I mean, Michigan didn't vote to play. By the way, they only three voted to to play um, mm-hmm. or delay it or whatever. 
Uh, but uh, the the president voted no. Uh, I think what it was it was it Iowa State. No, it was Iowa. Excuse me. It was Ohio State and Nebraska were the only three that voted to play. Yeah. Now the, I understand the point about professional sports, but I was saying, does a governor have more authority over a college if the state funds it? The state doesn't fund uh, the Lions and the and the Tigers. I was just wondering, would she try to find a way to have more authority over a, a college team? That yeah. was really the question. She, she question. Does, you know, know, she obviously had because the state government probably funds them or part of them um, would have more more authority over it. But the governor still has authority over say, the rules yeah. that they would follow if uh, no matter who That's plays true. in what stadium. Yeah. So apparently, you can play at some level, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, For well, sure. in, in these professional sports, you're right. It is the local authorities that decide how many people they can have in the stands. Yeah. It just uh, lo- we, it just looked weird fifty st- fifty fans being in the stands for that Wake Forest game. It's just you know, I think they said it was some senior parents or whatever. I'm not sure who all was there. It just looked weird. Again, where's the science on who comes up with fifty? I mean, where's the science on any of this? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, we're just grabbing random numbers. I mean, uh, you know, LSU is going to have twenty six thousand. Kansas City Chiefs had sixteen thousand. Who who came up with that? Based on what? I, I go back again to kind of proofs in the pudding. Why don't we let the people who have run Lowe's and Home Depot uh, set up the stands? Because apparently they've been able to work through it at their big box stores. Yeah, and you know who they might want to put in charge of all of it? John MacArthur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the way California's going, he's going to have to go somewhere. <laughs> John MacArthur would say, "Sell all the tickets you want to." I mean, why are we acting like a bunch of babies? Yeah, have at it. Have at it. Eight six six, we be bigs. Our number. We'll come back. Uh, we'll jump into more stories uh, in the lives of the Rick and Bubba team yesterday. We'll get more of your phone calls coming up. Don't forget, Wednesday Bible study is on today. Technology and Lord willing, noon Central Time, one o'clock Eastern. You can catch it live in the archive soon after. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Six minutes now past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show from the broadcast plaza and teleport as far as the team is concerned. Other than me, I'm still at home uh, coming to you from the uh, home studio. Uh, This is uh, something some of you are starting to email and I see on social media that missed when we we talked about why we're doing this. Nothing to be overly concerned about. It's just that uh, my youngest son, young Broderick, uh, who is uh, here with us uh, as he has started his his job uh, in uh, working in the field that he wants to work in. uh, And he he was not feeling well on Monday. Uh, so we got him a COVID test. Uh, his doctor did not want to do the rapid because he said he didn't think it was dependable enough because he didn't want me to be quarantined unnecessarily if we got a false positive. So he wanted a test that would give us a true positive or negative that has a very high success, success rate, but that one takes longer. Uh, so maybe we'll hear results today uh, at the latest tomorrow, and we're just taking precautions. I don't want to expose the guys to COVID if I've been exposed to it following the protocols that have been suggested by health officials and something that kind of the format we're following and has been working so far uh, on the show. So uh, uh, that's the reason why I'm on location. I feel fine. Sherry feels fine. Even Brody is feeling fine. 
but we're waiting on that test. Uh, welcome back, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad that you and uh, everyone is doing well at your home. Hopefully, we'll get a good positive. Uh, well, no, I don't. I guess we want a negative test result, don't we? Which would be positive for all of us, right? Let we want a positive negative. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we want a positive negative test. Well, if we can get a, a negative on the test today, that'd be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> it would be. Absolutely. But I would. What, that is weird, fantastic. The, the weird part about that is this test, the one that our doctor thinks is the most reliable, and there's a name for it, but I can't think of it. Um, it's the one where they cram the, the swab up in the top of your yeah. uh, brain cavity. We and call you don't those get a send-off. <laughs> Yeah, and they don't have you do it. The, the an actual nurse practitioner does it, um, and so um, it, it will test for the flu. It'll test for COVID, and it'll test for strep. And Brody did find out uh, yesterday that somebody that he was in close contact with tested positive for strep mm. uh, because because something was wrong. Brody had a, a high fever for a uh, a day. And he was vomiting at one point. Now that could have been tied to the fact the fever got so high. You know how you get that headache, and yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. that'll even make you nauseous mm. because he ate, started eating six, seven hours after that, and never had another problem on holding anything down. Uh, and his fever has not returned. So, uh, but again, with COVID, people sometimes have bad days, and then they feel really good for a few days, then they go downhill again. So it has all the looks of COVID, but it also has the looks of other things. So that's why we did the test, tried to figure out which one it is. But it feels weird when you're pulling for strep and the flu. Man, I hope my kid has the flu. Uh, <laughs> that's right. So, but anyway, uh, and Bubba, I know that uh, you know there's one way for us to do our part to try to stay in close quarters, and that's getting outside. Uh, I sacrificed yesterday and did some bass fishing. And you did you get on the big hog, Rick? I, I tried to uh, socially distance also, and I got out and uh, tried to, <laughs> tried to do a little bush hogging yesterday. And <laughs> And, uh, you know, needed to run the tractor. Look, Mahindra is a sponsor of the show here, mm-hmm. and I'm proud to have a Mahindra tractor. And, Watch it. Um, you know, you Rick, yeah, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> diesel, and you can tell somebody means business when I fire that baby up. I wish you but could really set your phone. More, you can pull more. Yeah. You can do more. Pull more, push more with Would Mahindra. you set your phone up on a, you know, like you set it up to where it can catch you coming by on, on the road you're working on? Yeah, and then yes. I may it, have some And then that. send it to us if you don't mind. I'd like to see you bouncing well, around that thing. There, there's a problem, Rick, and you can have too much comfort when you're we're working now. Yeah. I mean – when I learned to drive a tractor, I was I wasn't old enough to drive a car, and my granddad I used to uh, to to work some with him, and he had an international cub. Now I don't know if you're familiar with that. That's just barely a tractor, um, but uh, boy, we used to ride up there. I thought that was the greatest thing in the world to stand there and get to turn that steering wheel. Of course, it was hard to turn; it didn't have power steering. But um, Rick, the, the tractors they're just so ridiculous. They've got so comfortable now; it almost cost me yesterday. Uh-oh. What happened? So I'm riding along. I got the air condition on like I like it. I'm I'm I've got to chill the air so good in that cab. You know what I mean? It's enclosed. Oh, yeah. I got me some afternoon radio on. I'm jamming to that. I'm having a good time. And my neighbor pulls up on his cart and waves at me to stop for a minute. And I said, Hey, what's up? And uh he said, uh you sound like you're driving a bulldozer over here. You got something wrong. <laughs> Oh, and no. uh, uh, we get oh, to looking, boy. and the bolts that hold the gearbox <laughs> oh, on no. the oh, on the bush hog oh, was no. so loose 
the thing was barely, and I mean, it was clanking and beating around, but I couldn't hear it because I had the radio on in the air. Like you like it. Oh and it was, still, you? it was still cutting grass. I mean, I was looking in the mirrors. I could see the grass being cut. But that thing, it was about to fly totally apart. Mm. And uh, so we took a time out and had to tighten the bolts back down again. And you know what? It, it was it was a smoother ride after that. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it just kind of it well, got loose. And I didn't even notice it. I was so relaxed in there. Well, I tell you what else cost you is foreigners' essentials. You know, I mean, whatever it was you were listening to, I mean, you you, you got inside that cab. You was in a whole other world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it was. You, it's. I've often said if my granddad could see the tractors today, oh, he boy. he would not believe where we have come for his comfort when you used to have to sit out on that tractor and it was hot. Oh my gosh. Mm. It's it's what? it's it's just changed so much. I mean, it's just incredible. Oh, yes. Well, Gary is trying to talk me into, you know, cuz and I know Gary's angle on this. I got it. You know, I mean, I understand <laughs> it. Hey, now look, let me tell you something. You need to be thinking about at some point you know, getting you a tractor. And uh, I'm not talking about, you know, I know you can't get down here, uh, but, uh, you know, you don't know what it takes to have to load these things up and bring this equipment, you know, and all that. And you probably need to start, you know, having one here. And he said, now, look, it's relaxing for people if you just want to do yeah. it for, you know, a few hours. But let me tell you, you start doing what I do for a living, it won't be no fun no more. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he talks about people like to get up on a track and relax, and he, he, he claims that's people that really don't have to do it all the time. That's why you love well, it. Well, that's me. Uh, he's yeah. talking about me. And uh, But what Gary really means, I know his angle, is he wants me to invest in equipment yeah. that he will get to use. Right, he right. Have, he wants he, a new he, tractor for your place, Rick. That's what he's Right. Up. He won't have to haul his over there. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but anyway, you know, that is something, though, long-term, uh, it's good to have. Because in all fairness, you know, the Garys of the world, uh, I'm not his only client. And some of this, you know, you, you, you need to. And now that we're getting into the empty nest period of life, you know, you have more time before. I mean, it's just a waste of investment because you don't have any time. You can't get down there. You can't, you can't stay on top of it. Um, and, and now there is more time to do that. But, uh, I, I caught, you know, he gave me a whole speech about those of us that talk about how great it is to ride on the tractor and how relaxing it is. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Relaxing. If you have to do it every now and then, but <laughs> every when every, every now and then, <laughs> He said, but you have to sit on that thing 12 hours. I mean, he said, I'll step out there. Heck, I can't even hardly walk. <laughs> I've been bouncing around that thing. <laughs> so, but, but I got to go back to your neighbor. So they just heard the Uh-oh. worst. They just heard the worst noise and clanking oh, yeah. around. Yeah, he heard that thing. He's about to fly apart. But just think if he just ignored that and said, "I'm gonna move on." Oh, I'd had pieces laying all over the field. <laughs> and Rick, I've done it before. I mean, I try to keep an eye on it, but I, I've had the back wheel of the of the bush hog fall off, and I didn't even know it was missing. What, Bubba? I went back you, to the barn. I didn't have a wheel on it, and I thought, "Well, I, where'd I leave it at? I've been I've been all over this place. I don't know where I dropped it at. I have to go ride around. There it is." <laughs> Hey, you're going to have to turn the gap band down. <laughs> hey, what are you doing in that thing? <laughs> you did drop you drop a bomb. You dropped a wheel. I dropped the wheel on me. Baby. Baby. Right, Where's so we'll come back. Wheel? We'll go phone calls next. Where, where you is my you wheel? To... I lost it. <laughs> you dropped the wheel off me. I almost uh, dropped the gearbox yesterday. Uh, that would have been a mess. Uh, you know who gets neighbor of the year, don't you? Yep. Big Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. We'll be back. Your phone calls coming in at 866. We be big lines are available. We'll chat with you when we come back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
866 we be big is our number and we're going phone calls now harry murdahl's in there so you can dial us up right now at 866 we be big o'reilly auto parts upcoming events you can go to rickandbubba.com and see those uh, the one scheduled for today at highland park baptist church in panama city florida that has been rescheduled because of sally uh, so that has now been moved. Uh, same information. Now just take that information and move it to October the 7th. Uh, but coming up this Sunday evening, Man Church, uh, the men of the Calhoun County area where we uh, most of us are from will gather at Fiddler's Green. They'll have some great food for you. And I'm looking forward to having a chance to uh, to worship and share with you guys. Uh, and, of course, themanchurch.com will have all of our resources available for you there. For churches in that area that might want to implement our uh, men's discipleship strategy, we'll have individual resources and merch available for individual men as well. September the 30th, same thing. Uh, September the 30th, we kick off the Man Church Discipleship Strategy with Overwatch Men's Ministry at First Baptist Church in Douglas, Georgia. Uh, that's the 30th. And then October the 4th, uh, I'll be headed to uh, Avon, Indiana. We'll be kicking off the manchurch.com discipleship strategy for their men's ministry at Harmony First Baptist Church. You know what we're going to have there, guys? Going to put a hog in the ground. How about that? Going to put a hog in the ground. A hog on a uh, stick. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, does anybody know what, what uh, crick taters are? Anybody know what that is? Crick taters? Uh, I'm looking to Greg. Yes, Somebody's making crick taters, too. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's coming up on Raw October fish. the 4th. Uh, back <laughs> to Panama City, the reschedule over the October the 7th. So that would be what would be, be next. Then the 22nd uh, of October, Columbus, uh, Mississippi, a men's event there too. We'll have all the stuff from themanchurch.com. Have you planned what you're going to do for men's ministry in 2021? If you need a strategy, we've got everything you need at themanchurch.com. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Bubba, you got the lead on the phones, buddy. Tell us where we're headed. Well, Rick, I know first you want to join me in thanking Speedy for bringing us back so smooth for out of the break there. Oh, you know, it's just... <laughs> what uh, was that? Well, I hit the wrong... Th- you know this instant replay over here. I hit the wrong intro that I was going to play. I was going to play a liner, and it played I'm All In, the theme, and yeah. I just I, I, I just miscued it, and that's yeah, on me, and then I was got I got off in it, and before you knew it, I was off the road. And, and my, my two right wheels were pulling me farther into the woods. I was just trying well, to Rick, so hard. I, I had not I, seen DJ Jazzy Speedy uh, get that tangled up in a while. And, yeah, you know, and it's gold when anybody does that. You, you know well, it's gold. It's like, what, it's uh, like my extension me, cord. It was just all tangled up. I couldn't get it untangled. <laughs> let me tell Ryan, Green, Ryan Greenwood, Ryan Greenwood, 10 and 2. Yeah, yeah. And then – and just text Speedy directly. Yeah, uh, uh, Rick, let's start with Nolan in the great state of Nolan. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Line one, Speedy. Yep. Hey, Nolan. Hi, guys. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. I should have said no. I would like you guys to compare and contrast Oregon versus California's political and legal restrictions, like you guys were talking about earlier, of fire breaks, control burns. Does Oregon have fallen into the same situation? Do that because... According to the U.S. Forestry Service, they currently have near-record active fires at 29 and 843 million acres burned. They're suffering almost as bad as California. Do they have the same political problems and legal problems with the laws? Nolan, I I don't have the exact numbers in front of me to quote, but I'm going to say this. Based on what I saw, the political response to the rioters, I'm going to say that they're all in the same boat. Yeah, I mean, if you'll let a city burn, acres is no big deal. Yeah, mm, yeah, you're real. really not concerned with it. Let's mm. go to John in Indiana, right in the middle of the heartland. John, how are you, sir? 
I'm doing well, fellas. I'm actually from Maplesville, Alabama, so I've only been up here about seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just want to let you guys know that uh, the last we heard, Governor Whitmer is not going to allow Michigan or Michigan State to play football. Furthermore, Governor Pritzker in Illinois is not allowing high school football. Hmm. What? So, so you're saying you've heard that this governor is going to try to block Michigan and Michigan State from playing? The the very I saw an article yesterday, uh, Rick, that uh, she was not going to allow it. Um, I mean, my wife and I vacationed in Michigan a lot, and you know, we went up there in June, and we literally were told to be prepared to leave at any moment because she may shut the tourism industry down. I mean, that's how crazy she is. Because. John, up to Mackinac Island. L- let mean, me ask you this: ridiculous. Is she, is she is she going to use her authority to stop public events from happening in the state, or is she trying to use the power of the governor over a state institution? And That's the reason question. I ask that is if she's just going to prevent teams from coming to Michigan to play, could Michigan play all their games on the road in Michigan you see, State? I'm not- I, I am not sure about that. I, I, I just had seen that she was not going to allow them to play in Michigan. Well, she um, she will be extremely popular, and I hope she's got a lot of boxes to move out of the government. Well, they, they're already trying, the, the, the legislature up there, they're trying to get her recalled. I mean, they're trying to get her emergency power stripped. And I, I, I think across the board it's time for the legislation to go back into session because this whole idea of emergency powers, after six months in a pandemic, we ought to have established some form of normal government to make these decisions now rather than one person in a state saying, well, this is what we're going to do for everybody. But she's an extreme case, guy. I mean, she's nuts. And, well, and look, I, just just look at her when she's at the podium speaking, and you go, man, that's kind of an odd yeah. look we're getting there, you for know? Kind of yeah. got that spooky look. Yeah. But it goes it goes back to yesterday. Communists they hate fun. Oh I mean, yeah, they're, they're against fun. fun. They're yeah. against fun. They're against freedom. They don't like anything that starts with an F. <laughs> RV. <laughs> <laughs> that too, Rick. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Lynn in Alabama. Hey, Lynn. Hey, thanks, guys. I just want to say I love y'all. Love what y'all are doing every day. But the smart people call people from California the land of fruits and nuts. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wow. (laughs) And they've been roasted here lately for sure. Oh. Uh, Let's go to David in the Rocket City, Huntsville, Mm -hmm. Alabama. Hey, David. Hey, um, during the kickoff hour, Speedy played a montage of Sally songs for the hurricane. <laughs> so I've got one for Speedy to try out. It's called uh, Let Sally Drive by Sammy Hagar. Oh, okay. Uh, Thank you, easy. buddy. Appreciate you. a good you. drive song. Yeah. Easy. Uh, you make Greenwood happy. Uh, Kim in Alabama. Hey, Kim, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, I just I want to ask Bubba. I mean, I feel bad. I bless his heart because when you lost the wheel, did did you mow crooked, sweetheart, or was it just digging up dirt? <laughs> no. When I, I I tell you the the way I've got that uh, the deck set on the thing, the wheel, you know, it just bumps the ground every now and then. I don't have a lot of pressure on it, so I didn't even no. notice. I didn't even notice it was gone because I was cutting kind of high that day. You know, I was cutting some. Oh. 
some trails that had really grown up. So I didn't even notice it being gone until I got back, and I went, where is my wheel mm-hmm. on the back of the thing? I had to go look for it. But it didn't make a mess? I mean, it didn't no. mow crooked or no. dig up dirt? or. No, that's, that's when you get a good tractor, you ain't got to worry about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, that's uh, a good business. That's a good part. <laughs> Rick, did you notice that was a good, polite Southern lady that just called – she called him sweetheart, but she really meant dummy. Yeah. <laughs> did you see her interact that way she did it? Yeah. Let me ask you, this, sweetheart. And see, she made me feel good about me being stupid. Right. Uh, yeah, 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 I did. I felt good yeah. about it. Nobody better than Southern people to do that for you. You know <laughs> Bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, the Rick and Bubba Show. That's us in a nutshell, 35 minutes past the hour. Thanks for being with us. Uh, We'll get back to more of your phone calls before the hour is done. Got a couple of stories we need to hit on in passing, but I do want to point you to cookspest.com. Coach Pest Control and the Rick and Bubba Show, we have been a team for a very long time, and it just feels great to know that when Cook's Pest Control is handling everything involving pests and and their Centricon system, if you need to protect your property uh, from termites, nobody does it better. Uh, Would you like for them to come out and evaluate your property? Uh, Hey, contractors, new home construction, they'll do that too. They'll come out with no obligation for you to use them. We suggest that you do because we love them and they do a great job and they're good people. Uh, you can go to cookspest.com right now and be done with all the issues that, that we have every year and different seasons of the year involving pests. Cookspest.com for your home or business and go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find their link under the sponsors button, and then you can sing the little looky, looky, looky. Here comes cookie, cooks, pest control. Uh-huh. All, right. all right, so a couple of stories that we have we haven't covered. Bubba, you hit this the other day, and we may be headed toward a profit star here. We continue to have this Chinese doctor, uh, virologist. Is that how you say that? Yeah, if you're, you're saying it as good as anybody on TV. Yeah, saying it, it. You know, it's, it, it's close. It, it may not be correctly, uh, uh, but close. Um, I'm saying it as close as I can. She is Tucker Carlson. Carlson is now interviewing her. How about I get virologist in and I fumble Tucker Carlson? <laughs> yeah, I struggle. I struggle with Tucker and Carlson back to back. Tucker Carlson. Mm. Um, so now she's been interviewed on Fox. Speedy said a little hard to understand. She struggles with her English, mm-hmm. but but we can translate it for you. She is saying that she can produce the facts that COVID nineteen is man made, and that China released it. Greg, they did it, and they did it deliberate. Yep, that's what she's saying. It's Doctor Li Ming Yang. Is who he uh, who he interviewed, and she said she's got evidence. This isn't just an accusation. She's got evidence that they purposely released it. Now, Rick, and, in in what you're referring to, early on in this process, I had a source that uh, that I think is very reliable on this. Tell me that that this was absolutely a manufactured virus. We've asked several people about it along the way. They've said no, you, you know. So we haven't really talked about it a lot. 
but they they gave me the example early on. They said a natural evolution of a virus will move it ahead two, maybe three steps. And when you do that, your body might have a little trouble, uh, you know, fighting it off. But it's close enough to what it's used to that you might get sick. A few people get sick. You know, that's the natural evolution. They said that this virus, when they looked at it in in the laboratory, and this was early on. This was before people were getting sick here in the U.S. He said it was moved seven to eight steps ahead. That cannot occur in nature. Now that's just what they told me. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know viruses. So somebody said. Somebody but, said. And how about this? One of the doctors from that lab is agreeing with him. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about this. And you mentioned this in the break. And this is where it's going to get a little scary. Okay. Can if we find out <clears throat> that China manufactured a virus and weaponized it and released it on purpose to take down, you know, the world and weaken, cause they don't care if they kill their own people. You got to understand that they couldn't care. They got people. plenty, right? Yeah, they got plenty. So to take out the, you know, cause they've made it clear that they're, they're going to be the number one world power militarily, economically, and everything in between. Uh, we are the best. We are the, and you know, throughout our history, we've had races of people rise up in nations and claim we are the bee's knees and everybody else is beneath us. Uh, we are the superior race, been there. We've been through this. And, uh, but if they weaponize this and it can be proven and released it on purpose, I go to you, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy, it, it, does that equal war? Well, if that could be proven, um, and that's a and big, and that's mm-hmm. a big if, mm-hmm. um, you are now in a terrible situation because you have lost two hundred thousand of your own citizens to it. Ballpark, depending on who you know, whose numbers you're looking at. Um, if you if you have a full fledged open war with a nuclear China, you're talking about World War Three. Um, and you're going to lose millions and millions of people, not only here and there, but all over the globe. Um, I, I don't know what you do. If, if you're the president and that folder comes to your desk, and I'm, this is not a Trump or Biden thing, I'm just saying the president, whoever it would be, um, and you have that folder, and, I mean, do you even want to look at it? Do you want to know if they caused it on purpose or not? Um, that's a tough, tough question to answer, Rick. I'll take well, it a step me, further, Rick. What if someone within our country utilized that particular lab to have it done to us for political reasons? Uh, you know that then then you get real that, ugly. That's I, easier. I, that's easier. It is easier because we go find that person, we hang them for trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the well, University of Hong Kong has come out where she was, and they've said, "No, well, wait a minute. Uh, this this report does not, you know." I guess run in line with what we know the facts are and how we understand them. But oh, now, not, then, the, not people are going to quote facts to right. us again. But then she I came back that. and she said that that she was asked by her supervisor back, I guess, in 2019 to look into the odd cluster of SARS-like cases coming out of the mainland China at the end of December 2019, and that's how she said that she has built her evidence. But you know, I don't know who you believe or or what. You know, you find out you know, different things. And you can't, don't. bottom line, you can't believe anything coming out of China. No. And let me tell you why you can't, uh, because of what Bubba just said. 
anything's on the table now, guys. And and you could have people who say, let's let's right now as quick as possible because of the terrible scenario this would present for the United States and then its allies who also were attacked by this virus. We don't need World War III, and that's what this is going to lead to. Mm-hmm. So let's discredit this doctor as quick as we possibly can for the good of a worse case scenario. Uh, and that you, you, there's all kinds of agendas in place, play, guys. You can't believe anything. But here's the back, the downside to if this did happen the way this doctor is alleging. And that's all it is, is allegations, okay? But if it turned out to be true, and then you hide it and don't respond, then the Chinese, uh, all these evil dictators that we've had to deal with throughout history, and some of you out there that love communism and godless societies and think religion is the problem, you might want to take a look at world history every now and then Mm -hmm. about these evil regimes that were godless and killed millions upon millions of people. Uh, But um, if you don't respond and you know they did it, you know what they say? Shoot another one over there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the next one we can drop on them? It works. Well, here's I think this is the only thing you could do, and we're playing – the what if scenario here. Okay. Cause we, right. we don't know. We have reports. We have other reports. Nobody knows. We're just armchair quarterback in this. I think you would have to have the free countries of the world, which would be the majority of them. And you might even could get Russia involved with this too, to isolate China and say, we're going to boycott this. We're going to boycott that. We're going to isolate you until you act and, and you have the responsibility to be a mainstay nation on the world stage that we can trust, we're just going to have to isolate you and you hurt them economically, not to the point where they can go, oh, you've done something to cause an act of war, but so that you, you discomfort them, you, you give them a handle that they have to deal with so that they see it's not worth doing again. Well, I think, and, and we've all learned this, this is one thing that I don't think is any allegation or, hey, wait a minute, I don't know. I think we all need to understand that we have let ourselves be far too dependent, too dependent on China. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and these things have started to be changed, and we need to continue to change. We are too dependent on them, and you, you should never be dependent on anyone who sees you as something they would like to remove from the world stage or weaken, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, Bubba, they really, that, that's the goal. Us. Yeah. They just want yeah. a weak us. Yeah. 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 And so anything that makes us weaker uh, and more dependent on someone that doesn't have our best interest at, at stake is not somebody we want to depend on. Yeah. And you know what I mean by that? We limit sales no, of, of high technology to them. Yeah. Look, I, I'm a capitalist. I believe in the free market, which means I want low prices for TV sets and computers and electronics and all that stuff. But there's also a national defense component to this. And if we have to pay a few dollars more for a TV or a computer to have them built in, in you know, one of the Western democracies or or somewhere that's a that's an open uh, democracy or a, an ally of the U.S. or here even, you know, I think we ought to look at that, especially when it comes to the very, very latest cutting edge electronics and medicine for sure. Yeah, yeah, and you got to wonder too. What me? Go ahead, Adler. I'm sorry. Right, just a quick update. As of this morning, Twitter has suspended the account of the Chinese virologist that's claiming <clears throat> it came from. Yeah, well, sure yeah. they have. I, I bet. Um, 
You know, and I know we're leaning on. <laughs> we're leaning. You, you on. mean she's saying something? I don't want anybody to hear. I, well, yeah, that's why. I would ch- yeah. you, to Y'all, me, that's more evidence that it's probably absolutely. true. Yeah, and and I don't know what her agenda would be. Is if if it's not, I mean, what's she trying to do? And I know we're leaning on the break here, but she she said, look, I had such high ranking positions at, at the World Health Organization Research Lab. Uh, she said, uh, you, you need to trust me. She said, what I saw and what I was a part of, I'm telling you, this is true. I know. Well, it's scary. I mean, scary stuff. All the, all the things we presented, you're not going to, it's just not that simple uh, because of all the things in place. So you don't know what to believe. Look, Twitter probably will cancel Tucker Carlson's Twitter account as well. Oh, yeah, for having it Well, around. Twitter, right. Twitter is about to be canceled itself, so they need to enjoy the moment. Secondhand embarrassment involving uh, Joe Biden again when we come back. Your final phone calls at 866 We Be Big. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate rick and bubba that's two times on that one hey eight minutes to i the played top sean of the one time rush no, this you've time done, you, you've done rush too you've oh really rush, yeah gummit yeah. well i love that's rush not, look it's not it's a, a lot of breaks you're in the one seat i got it eight minutes to the top of the hour uh eight six six we be big is our number to wrap up the hour we may squeeze in a phone call or two don't forget uh we are going to do the wednesday bible study today lord and technology willing uh it'll be live on our uh, youtube channel like it is most every wednesday at noon central one o'clock eastern archives soon after to all of our social media platforms including our youtube and podcast channels now secondhand embarrassment uh invite these biden updates do you realize the fun we're going to have up till november does anybody just know how fun this is going to be so this is involving something he's trying to win over the Latin American vote. Is that correct? And um, and he's he's trying to be sharp, uh, involving um, you're you're, you're it's some song. Speedy, what's the name of it? Despacito. Yeah, De- Despacito. He's Despacito. at a Hispanic Heritage. He's uh, at a Hispanic Heritage event uh, honoring uh, Hispanic Heritage Month uh in florida and uh the where we'll pick this up is there were others that were speaking in front of him and then he's intro to come out okay here we go and vice president i'm honored to present vice president and the future president of the united states joe biden and now we're just looking six people in there we're looking he, he takes forever to come out still still waiting for him to come out where's joe do we keep Slow. clapping? What do we do here? Slow, Is he Joe. in the basement? It's still waiting, y'all. He still hadn't walked. Here he comes. Look how he's stepping. Yeah. Oh, Bubba, you're all over there. Now, don't miss this. He's got his cell phone in his hand. Let's take a listen now. How long does it take? Takes his mask off. I just have one thing to say. Oh, boy. Hang speedy. On here. <laughs> oh, Speedy. All right. I'll tell you about that. <laughs> I tell you uh, what, if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be, I'd be elected president by acclamation. <laughs> oh, Speedy! Wow. I, just, I think I just I don't melted. know about y'all, but that just screams confidence to me, doesn't it, y'all? Oh, oh Speedy! Man, he's that's Oval Office written all over it. Oh, my I'll take goodness. crazy tweets over that all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh! Goodness. He's you know who. 
No wonder Kamala Harris referred to it as the Harris administration. <laughs> hey, uh, let me tell you what, Kamala. that ain't the only thing. Joe referred to it as that himself yesterday, too. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. <laughs> they can't guys, get it right. Guys, it, was he trying to come out and act like he knew some some Hispanic pop music or something and dance? Yeah, uh, it, it is actually uh, from it's from the, the gentleman that had introduced introduced him it's one of his songs it was a 2017 hit song uh, i remember the song despacito and i don't I'm, i wish i could say the guy's despacito. name I, I, I can't i'm sorry uh but it was isn't, a, isn't that the latin version of the eagle song despacito <laughs> mm-hmm. why don't you come to your cacabaracinquitos okay and uh, now what's so um, funny is that uh despacito means slowly uh and it fits well with him i guess because he's well, moving pretty slow did you see how long it took him to get to the podium after being introduced? He was yeah. just backstage. I counted, I think, to eight Mississippi. How about that political statement he made with the mask, too? Because he had no business having it on at all back there. <laughs> no. And he walks out with it and then takes it off. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Do, 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 you re- do you realize that when Adler said, hey, I'm going to leave the part in there about how long it takes him to get to the stage, I thought that meant he was in a chair yeah, like too. out in front and would have to walk up the steps to the stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we would wait that long for him to simply come from backstage. Yeah. Earlier in the day, too, uh, he uh, he referred to what Bubba said, and I know Adler was trying to talk to us, and I think we might have it. Uh, Harris-Biden administration is going to relaunch that effort and keep pushing further to make it he Harris, called it Harris Biden. Biden. Harris Biden. Wow. He also, in well, at that, least he's being honest about it. He also confused Iran and Iraq, referring to fallen soldiers in a speech geared towards veterans, saying U.S. troops died in Iran and Afghanistan instead of Iraq and Afghanistan. Boy, I'm telling you what, you like the big one at Talladega or train wrecks? This is for you. <laughs> Boy, what a statement! Something a statement. too. I don't know if y'all saw this. Uh, Alan Dershowitz has filed a three hundred million-dollar defamation suit against CNN. Have you seen that, Rick? I did see that story. So so th- is this about uh, him just – because he really tried to be pretty non-political about the whole you know Constitution and what uh, the president can and can't do and, and impeachment. And, and is he saying that uh, – is it tied to all that or well, see, something he, new? He's not – and he will tell you he's not a conservative. He was on President Trump's impeachment defense team. And he even said when he was on it, he said, I'm not here because I voted for Trump. I'm not a Trump supporter or, you know, I actually voted for Hillary. But I'm here as a constitutional lawyer to tell you the level that you have to meet in this to impeach a president. And he gave a quite a description on the Senate floor uh, about the legality surrounding a quid pro quo as a member of the defense team. Well, he said CNN totally, uh, and this is, let me give you his quote. He said, what CNN did here, and it pains me to say this, because you know I have friends over there, what they did is just totally doctored the tape. He told Sean Hannity that on Tuesday night. Uh, he said that they, they absolutely doctored the tape to try to discredit him and destroy his good name. He, you know, he's a former Harvard Law professor. Um, and he said that they intentionally have tried to harm him, and that makes them liable, and he wants $300 million. He said what they did was willful, deliberate, and malicious in an effort to destroy my credibility. 
Yeah, so they they doctored the audio and the video to make it seem like he was. They left a lot out and to make it seem like what he was saying was crazy. Yeah, they did so an you, unfair edit on yeah. him, but they, it wasn't a comedy bit. No. So now, one, uh, some somebody who votes the way they want him to vote is suing them because he says they're so irresponsible. That is correct. Wow, three hundred million. Thanks yep. for being with us, guys. Uh, we'll catch you again, to Lord willing, on the, the next Rick and Bubba show. Some of you have more Rick and Bubba content today, whatever the case may be. Thank you for being with us. You can find out all your information about Rick and Bubba by going to rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.